Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Coffee Explorer podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Stone, and today I have the pleasure of tasting coffee with a guest, Ryan McDonald. He's a licensed quality grader, and he is in charge of coffee. I'm sure he has a more specific title at Elemental Snap Chiller. That's Elemental Beverage Company. Ryan, hello. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Thanks what for having your, me today. You're welcome. What's your formal title? Uh, my formal title is a Chief Coffee and Tea Officer. But you know, in coffee, it's it's all it's all made up titles. We're just having fun here. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah. I hear you. So today we're gonna taste a snap chilled, a few snap chilled coffees. Yes. Um, quickly, what is snap chilled mean? Yes. What does it mean? Snap chilled uh, for us refers to uh, rapid heat transfer. So I found that in coffee, there's a lot of confusion around um, cold terms. There's this cold brew, which sometimes people use as a general term for all cold coffee. Uh, for me, I, I take it to mean you know a cold immersion. But sometimes the, it does get misused. We find that a lot. Um, also, flash brew and flash chilled. Some people are using synonymous with brewing over ice. And for us, we're not using any ice. And it's a very fast transfer of heat um, from 200 degrees to 40 degrees and a minute flat. And so for us. We felt like a new term, snap chill, was appropriate so that it wasn't confused with anything else and it was just, you know, really clear for us. I love it. Okay. Redefining what cold mm-hmm. coffee is and can be. So today, tell us a little bit about uh, what we have in these cans. I'm looking at three really pretty cans mm-hmm. of uh, coffee, believe it or not, beautiful cans, and, and you can see those on our website. What are we, what are we drinking today? We're drinking a um, washed coffee from Jima, Ethiopia, the Cola Bolcho washing station. We have a honey processed coffee from San Alejo, Colombia, the estate there run by uh, Robert Cabrera. And lastly, we have a natural Burundi from the Bazur Gahindwa washing station. We're, we're targeting these at um, a wider audience, and so I didn't want to give people things, uh, words that were a little too hard to pronounce. So Bazur Gahindwa was a little out for us. Uh, so Kayanza Burundi, we're giving people to just read and you know give them a larger region. I think it helps people a little bit more when they're approaching coffee, not to feel like they couldn't pronounce the things in the can. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you've still challenged us with some of those vocabulary words, but that's good. I think you don't want <laughs> just us to a little like, bit. It's yeah. not Coca Cola. Uh-huh. Uh, All right, so let's try these. Um, I know I'm all about contrast and compare. And let's see, this is my... I may have moved some of the cans around in here, I'm not sure. Let's start with new cups. Um, So I'm gonna start you with a washed coffee from Jima. The first thing that I was really excited to see on all of these cans as we started working on this project is the coffee should remain really clear. It looks like fresh coffee. It doesn't have any cloudiness to it. So I'm actually just smelling these coffees now, and I do I do get a lot of fragrance. Mm-hmm. It's actually, technically aroma since mm-hmm. this coffee mm-hmm. is wet. So when we assess fragrance, when we're curating coffee and assessing mm-hmm. coffee, fragrance is when the coffee is dry, and then aroma is the way the coffee smells when it's wet. Okay. Yeah. This is fun. So I taste here mild citrus, sweet citrus, Mm -hmm. not like sharp or pithy at all. I'm going to like more soft lemon, lemon icebox pie type fruits. Mm -hmm. And maybe some dark fruits, a little more raspberry Mm -hmm. and almond. Hmm. I didn't pick that up originally, but I got it, it now. Yeah, it's really finish. cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Fine. So when I think when I taste this, and and unlike hot coffee, I sort of have to just view it as a different beverage altogether. Totally. Uh, just unhinge my mind and mm -hmm. go like I'm tasting this drink in this cup. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Got it. All right. So I want to come back to this Ethiopia. What's next? Please. Uh, now we have one from um, Colombia. It's a honey process. This coffee for me was one that I picked because um, I wanted something that was as similar to normal coffee as humanly possible for people that have never tasted special coffee in their lives, but tastes mm -hmm. like a much better version of that. So for me, this coffee is a, uh, well, maybe I won't influence you before you taste it, but, but think about that. Yes, like someone who's never tasted special coffee yeah. tasting this coffee. Super clean and clear, like uh, crystal clear, actually. And some cocoa in the finish. And I'm struggling for another word. It's almost floral, mm -hmm. but real faint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a fruity florally thing that's just really toned down, which I thought was. Um, a nice mellow kind of fruit note or floral note for people that have never had mm -hmm. specialty coffee. I know mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, they're like, wow, this is something so different. Mm -hmm. I just want a little bit of hint of that. For me, it's kind of candied orange, but I mean, it okay. could come across as kind of more of a um, magnolia flower it's or something. Yeah. Definitely sweet. So yeah. candy for sure plays into this one. Okay, what else is on, on deck here? And the last one is a natural Burundi. I didn't mean to start with all three processing methods, but I'm really glad that we get to showcase that. Yes. Uh, and this is, uh, I felt like it was proper for this being the, uh, um, portrait country for mm -hmm. SCA this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. uh, it's natural from the Bazir Gahindwa washing station. Right. Okay. Say it slowly. Oh, sorry. Buzira Guhindwa. Okay. Yeah, I know. I had to practice that in front of a mirror many times. I'm <laughs> um, and I love this natural because um, I think with a lot of people, especially coffee, uh, naturals can be a little uh, dirty, fermenty, not clear. This one to me is a little, like the fruit is, is there, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be like this crazy fermenty. It's still relatively clean. Mm -hmm. um, I love seeing a number of people taste this coffee and be like, they're like, they're, they're bracing for impact and they're like, oh, I can drink this. Yeah, real juicy, melon, melon, mm -hmm. melon. Mm -hmm. Honeydew melon, maybe, maybe a little bit of watermelon. Mm. And I, mean, I hate to go to chocolate again, but it is there in a different way. Oh, Not yeah. the dry cocoa as, as much as creamy, uh, creamy, silky, just like liquid chocolates. Mm. Nice. Okay, I've got to go back to. Sit. Yeah, please, please. Yeah, the three. I think what a real experience to be able to put these three coffees, three processes side by side and really have a controlled contrast and compare. Yeah. Like the consumer experience or any of you coffee drinkers at home, you could definitely you put this on your on your on your table for yourself or with your friends and really understand distinctions. It's you know, it is not unlike opening a bottle of wine. Speaking of bottles, mm -hmm. tell me about this limited supply offer that, that I was able to taste on Friday. It blew my mind. Go. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. So this was a um, bottle from um, the coffees from uh, 90 plus the farm in Panama run by Joseph Brodsky. Um, every harvest, they pick one coffee that is kind of the top of all their experimental processes. As you know, they're, they're always doing stuff that's crazy interesting and you know they often don't tell everybody what all the stuff they're doing things they're, they're doing on the farm oh yeah it is okay. it is nuts they they told me the only thing they would tell me about this coffee is, is a form of natural process um but i've talked to people that work for them before and they do 
really wild things that I probably shouldn't say on uh, okay. an interview, uh, which you know nothing you know uh, unsavory, nothing but unsavory, <laughs> but it was but really interesting experimental Salacious stuff. Delicious experiments exactly. <laughs> in Panama. Um, we actually got to cup every coffee from their farm blindly. Uh, and we ended up choosing this coffee, which is cool. I'm glad to know that I'm calibrated with Joseph Brodsky. It's bragging rights the rest of my life. Right on. Um, no, but this is a founder selection. It was sold for uh, 450 a pound. Uh, we bought um, two bags of it. So we I think it was a total of uh, 15 kilos. Okay. And um, we uh, roasted, brewed it. Uh, same we brewed all these other coffees. I didn't really want to give it any more attention. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I was still sweating bullets when I brewed it. Sure. Uh, but, I, but I didn't want to give it any more attention than the rest of these coffees. But it was a, how do I show, showcase something that's so far out there for people, and especially for people that want to taste specialty coffee. I feel like those coffees don't come around a lot, and once you get them, they're usually whole bean. You might get a cup somewhere, but I, I just wanted something that was so simple, just cracking open a bottle. Uh, the flavors of that coffee to me um, are really, really wild and complex. I know you tasted them earlier. Mm -hmm. Do you remember any of the tasting notes that you that popped to you? I know they were yeah. kind of all out all over the place. Well, I mean, yeah, it was uh, just the most dynamic cup I might have had ever, or at least in the top three. Wow. A dynamic and like just complexity and uh, all over the place, to use your, your word. And it was actually a, a strong PD, uh, you know, uh, spirit-like mm, experience yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, again, I didn't feel like I was necessarily drinking coffee, right. but just putting something in my mouth that tasted just so crazy and yeah. enjoyable. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and the packaging is, is gorgeous. Um, I was talking to to Sylvia that works with you about you know the shelf life on these products is, is nice. What is that? Uh, it's a minimum of a three month shelf life, both from a microbial aspect, mm -hmm. as well as a um, cup quality aspect. Right on. Um, we are getting much less dissolved oxygen pickup now. Uh, we're working with a really nice canner that's getting very, very little. So it might even be longer than that. But for me, cup quality is key. Yeah. I don't want these sitting on someone's refrigerator, the back of someone's refrigerator for a couple of years and they try to open up this vintage coffee. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it would hold up. And so I'd, I'd really, you know, want this stuff to stay fresh because the whole idea for me is stuff that's fresh from harvest. Stuff yeah. That let's is, drink it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. And get some more for next year. Well, this has been really fun to do this tasting with you, and I look forward to. to future tastings and absolutely uh, i'm definitely going to be following you uh on your website which is uh elementalbeverage.co elementalbeverage.co and what's on your insta your instagram is uh elemental bevco okay. is our uh, okay. instagram handle yes great well, we'll follow you awesome thanks ryan awesome it's great jennifer